live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. This vaccine, are, there's been more deaths in eight months than in all the billions of vaccines combined over the last 30 years. From this one vaccine, 17,000 recorded deaths in the United States, and we know the death rate's much, much higher than that. Probably 40 times. The best math, the best you know, studies are showing that it's 40 times that. Oh, um, you know, the risks from the vaccine are uh, they're completely untenable. If people knew the truth, they would not be taking this vaccine. And then the benefits of the vaccine are apparently zero or even sub-zero after six months. You know, the British data is showing that the people who are vaccinated are actually more likely in many age categories to... Uh, to get COVID than people who are unvaccinated, so, which, by the way, was predicted. Now, we know that Pfizer knew this was going to happen because in their clinical trial, there were among, in a six-month clinical trial, it was only six months, at the end of that people period, 20 people died in the vaccine group and only 14 in the placebo group of all-cause mortality. The, there were five heart attacks in the vaccine group and only one in the placebo group. So your chance of dying of a heart attack from that vaccine, according to their own studies, is 500% greater than if you're unvaccinated. So they knew we were going to kill a lot of people. And they did it anyway. And people need to be able to see those studies and, um, and understand the deception, this you know, criminal deception that has uh, been imposed upon them. Criminal deception that's been imposed upon the people of this world, not just this great country that we call the United States of America, 500 times greater, 500 times greater of a percent of a chance for you to have a heart attack if you are vaccinated as opposed to unvaccinated. And the worst part about all of this, as you know, is so many LFA family members have been vaccinated. I want to reassure you that that does not mean that you are going to die, okay? Because I know a lot of people are scared about that. And I know a lot of people have been hearing me for the last two years scream and yell and talk about how bad this vaccine is, just like a lot of people. But when you've got people like RFK Jr. and you've got people like Senator Ron Johnson and you've got people, the doctors out there, the frontline doctors, and you've got all of these doctors that are warning you and telling you, now, we start, now we're starting to see. Everything that we feared, we're starting to see. 
And all of a sudden, everybody is just dropping dead all over the world. Adult death syndrome now is like the leading cause of death. People are just dying and nobody knows why or nobody wants to admit why. So while we cannot go backwards and not take the vaccine, if you are one of those who did, what we can do now is look forward and we can make sure that we never take another booster or another rushed vaccine ever again. Does this mean you shouldn't trust medicine? Definitely not. But it does mean that you should not trust pharmaceutical companies when they are in line with the federal government and they do things so out of practice, so out of tradition, and so out of whack in order to make you comply, that is when you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. None of this sounds like you care about me. It only sounds like you care about something else. And that is where we have to draw the line. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show. And I am coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing to be here. And it's a blessing to work with so many people behind the scenes to make sure that we gather the stories, verify the stories, and bring and report the stories of what's going on that concerns you, your children, and your grandchildren around this beautiful country of ours, and around the world. I'm so blessed to be able to know so many people that helped me do this. Big shout out to all the other show hosts here on LFA TV. We've got Sean Farish and Kevin Smith of Loud Majority, soon to be two shows with another show uh, for Sean called Ungoverned. We've got Mike Crispy and Unafraid, Anna Perez, Wrong Think, uh, Isabella Moody. Uh, Moody with those Isabella is going to be coming on. We're bringing over Seth with Man in America. He's coming on LFA TV. We have a bunch of people fighting, so many of us. And we're glad that you're right along here fighting uh, alongside with us. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you see, we've got our, uh, our little finger. He is a puppet, Finger Fauci. I tell you that I am no longer going to be in any kind of leadership capacity now that I've already done the damage that I've wanted to do. That's, there he is right there. Uh, Little puppet Fauci, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, If you are watching, we're going to pop up the Rumble chat here in a minute. Please let us know what your name is, not just your handle, and where you're watching from on this January 3rd year of our Lord, 2023. Let me say thank you to the following people while we're getting ready to bring up that Rumble chat. Because uh, all you great, wonderful people send so much stuff through the mail. I have got to make sure that I thank all of you appropriately. So let's go ahead and do that now while you guys are getting this going. Sandra Langner, God bless you. Thank you so very much. Mary and Matthew Sale, thank you. God bless you so very much. Carolyn McGeorge, God bless you. She's the one who sent the little finger Fauci puppet. Uh, Kim Golden. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Alexis Timmons and family, thank you for the cookies. Thank you so very much uh, for the Kids Bible Accordance. Uh, God bless you, Tanya Jordan. Thank you so very much uh, for what you sent in the mail for us for Christmas. And hold on, I think that's it for paperwork. But we've got a lot of people who've been donating as well. Let's pop up the Rumble chat here. Miss Mocha Powered with $25 already. Susan from Ohio. Mark from Florida. How you doing? Lisa's in the building. Katie from California. Good to see you. Andy from Arkansas. Hello. 
Aaron Lehman from Maryland, Sally Jacobson, Cindy from Pennsylvania, how are you? Good to see you. Peggy from Illinois, Joanne Merrill, how are you today? God bless you. Danielle, good to see you. Thank you for joining in today. Thomas Taylor, God bless you. Thanks for joining in today. Good to see you. Chris from Oakland Park, Illinois. Kimberly, good to see you. Amber West is joining in. How are you, Amber? Lisa from Indiana. Tracy watching from Oklahoma. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, Ham, uh, who else we got here? Diane from uh, South Carolina. Good to see you. I think that said South Carolina anyway. Utah is in the house as well. How you doing? Kim Olson from Iowa. Good to see you. And Andy from Arkansas. Thank you for joining in. And thank you guys for the Rumble Rants. Uh, last year, we raised $75,000 in the Slurp Fund. And we always kept about $2,500 in there. We only had a goal of raising $40,000. 2023, our goal is to keep $5,000 in the slur, uh, slur, Slurp Fund uh, for those in need. And as well, uh, we're looking to raise what we did this year, $75,000. And of course, we all know that the Rumble Rants is what keeps our producer employed. So thank you all who are coming out of your hard-earned money uh, to do that. January 3rd, year of our Lord. Here we go. Um, oh, no, wait a minute. This isn't the night version. We've got to go to the verse of the day. We got a lot going on here, folks. I apologize. The verse of the day was titled, Salvation Takes No Days Off. Again, salvation takes no days off. John 5, 17. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. Now, for this reason, they tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal to God. This is such a sad story. If you read the chapter, folks, this refers to the man who was lame for 38 years, hoping that the waters at the Bethesda would cure him. He had lost all faith in God and was trying anything he could while lame and alone for nearly 40 years of his life to be healed. Jesus told him to pick up his mat and walk, and he did. This upset the Jewish leaders as it was the Sabbath, and when asked, this is what he said to them. This was a very pivotal moment, folks, because Jesus went there specifically to cure this man and make a major statement. Now, some would say that this was Jesus provoking the leaders on purpose by doing this on the Sabbath day, and guess what? They're 100% correct. However, what they don't understand is that it was all part of that journey to ultimately take what he took for us, punishment, torture, and death. After all, that is what you and I actually deserve, and he took it for us. Some would say that this action started the series of events that led to Jesus saying, it is finished. There's a deeper message here that I want to touch on as it pertains to all of us today as well. Jesus knew that there was someone who had been led astray from God and that with just a little push, he could bring him back to the flock. He also was not going to just sit back and let someone suffer another minute just because it was the Sabbath. The Jewish leaders were all twisted up on what you could or could not do on the Sabbath. Jesus was healing and showing compassion and love and encouragement to the meek and the lost and the poor. 
He was saving people much like anyone would save their cattle or their sheep if it fell into a hole on the Sabbath, which he also used as an analogy when trying to explain this to them. The work of a true Christian is never done, and certainly not done once you become saved and are baptized. That is just the beginning. There is no end. Your worship and praise follows you to heaven, where showing gratitude and thankfulness to God is your first nature and not something that you must do like some look at it here on earth. It's something you want to do, and that is what Jesus was doing, healing and showing love because he wanted he wanted to do it because it pleased him to help and heal. And so it pleased the Father. So let's follow Jesus' lead here and do what we know in our hearts is right and never, ever stop working at it because salvation never takes a day off. In his holy name we pray, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Salvation does not take a day off. Neither do God's soldiers. Neither do patriots. Your fight is a forever fight for your kids, for your grandkids, and for your great-grandkids. It was very important for God to show Abraham and many others that their children and their offspring would be uh, set forever. They would follow God forever as long as they kept true to your teachings. And that is what we're all about here. Pass it on to your kids. Pass it on to your grandkids. We're talking about lineage here, folks. And we want families that serve the Lord. And as far as my house and my family, we will serve the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, please lift up your cups as we go to the first and foremost section today. Here we go. We have got a record 3,700 people watching and climbing. Let's get to 5,000. Let's share. Let's rumble. Here we go. We have great news to start the day out today. Wonderful news. Probably the best news that we have heard in a very, very long time. What is this news? It is this. Today is the beginning of the no Nancy Pelosi era. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, that drunk and very corrupt ice cream eating stretch face Armstrong Nancy Pelosi is no longer and will never, ever, 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 ever again be the Speaker of the House. That right there deserves praise. That right there deserves celebration. So let's go ahead and bring up that music. Celebrate good times. times. Oh, but wait a minute. Oh, Billy Mays says, oh, wait, there's more. Not only will we never, ever, ever, ever see the stretch face Armstrong herself in a capacity of Speaker of the House, but Liz Cheney is now no longer on the January 6th committee. She is no longer in D.C., and she is no longer a representative from Wyoming. Liz Cheney, the yellow Teletubby, has been retired as well. 
celebrate good times. See, there's always, ladies and gentlemen, there's always a glass half full moment. Pelosi will never be speaker again. And Liz Cheney is completely gone. Now, I assume that we will see a resurgence of the yellow Teletubby, Miss Piggy and Lipstick. However, for right now, she's gone. Bye-bye, Liz Cheney. Let's cue that music. Another one bites the dust. There it is. Another one bites the dust. But we've got many, 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 many Republicans to go. As if Liz Cheney was a Republican. We are about to hit 4,000. Please, if you're just joining in, hit that rumble button. Grab that link. Share it out. We need 5,000 people in here. Today, ladies and gentlemen, as heels dig into the dirt, into the political swamp, in order to keep Kevin McCarthy about as far away from that speaker, uh, that speakership as Liz Cheney, heels are digging in. And from what I hear this morning, per uh, my colleague, Mike Crispy, because of his inside sources in the Capitol, and everything that I am hearing from everyone that I talk to that's close to people in the Capitol or are in the Capitol, it's looking like Kevin McCarthy might even have a worse time becoming speaker than you think. Because right now, it's looking like he's only got about 195 votes, which would make him 23 votes short of becoming Speaker of the House. Here is our moment. Ladies and gentlemen, what is about to be done today? Hi, how you doing, Cinda? Good to see you. Thank you very much. She said she's been benefiting from Field of Greens. I'm sorry. What is being done today has not been done for 100 years. And I'm not just saying that. I'm being on the mark with that date. I'm being on the mark with that date. What you are about to see today with Congress, or I should say MAGA Republicans digging their heels in has not been done since 1923. So this is our moment. Do you remember what I called the Big Bang MAGA generation? I call this the new greatest generation, okay? This hasn't been done since the last great generation. And it is time to stand up. It is time to dig your heels in. It is time to stand strong. And I applaud every single person. And Barbara Peters said it right. 195 people who are not very smart. Amen, Barbara. Amen to that. Why doesn't the new Congress get to pick the new speaker? They do. It's voting today. Today is the vote. Tomorrow would be the swearing in and they're going to go and they're going to continue to vote and vote and vote and vote and vote and vote until somebody's name is actually okay for everybody to settle on to get to that 218. One way or another, we will see a new speaker of the house, but we have to dig our heels in deeper and deeper and deeper. Somebody who is not digging their heels in. Actually, there are many people who are not digging their heels in. But somebody that a lot of people love very, very much is Representative Elise Stefanik. Representative Elise Stefanik said, Today I am honored to nominate Kevin McCarthy on behalf of the House GOP Conference to serve as Speaker of the House for the 118th Congress in a new Republican majority. Elise Stefanik said... um, And wrote that in a tweet. 
Stefanik is among House Republic Conference's most conservative members and supports President Trump and has already endorsed him, but also is a very loyal member of Kevin McCarthy's leadership team. So I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, does any of these people that we respect, like, say, Elise Stefanik, like, say, a Jim Jordan, like, say, a President Trump, like, say, a Marjorie Taylor Greene, all of them want Kevin McCarthy. So I want to ask you in the chat, and I want you to respond, so get your fingers ready. I want to ask you in the chat, do you think that those people, even though we respect them, are wrong? And do you think that Kevin McCarthy is the best choice to be Speaker of the House? Do you think that Stefanik, do you think that Jim Jordan, do you th- all these people that support Kevin McCarthy, do you think that there's something there there? Do you think that they have a point? Do you think that their points are valid? Or do you think no matter what they say, you can still love and respect them, but say you're wrong on this one? I'm popping up the chat right now. Bobby Driver said, I always thought Stefanik was a rhino. Republicans only should vote for their speaker and Democrats should vote for only theirs. Well, I agree, but that's not how that works. Uh, You can cross the aisle, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Jeremy, why is McCarthy, hold on. Jeremy, why is McCarthy saying it could be Jeffries if they don't vote for them? How could that happen? Because after a certain amount of time, if we can't come with a House Speaker, then uh, it would be able to be appointed by Nancy Pelosi. Uh, But that's not going to happen. That's just Kevin McCarthy gaslighting, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking at the chat right now, and even though it's going 100 miles an hour, it looks like to me that everybody is anti McCarthy. There might be a couple in here that are not. And that doesn't make you a rhino or a loser. That says that you are respecting those people like the Jim Jordans, like the Marjorie Taylor Greens and all of them for whatever it is, whatever reason they are saying, let's go ahead and vote for him. And that doesn't make you a loser or a bad person, but it makes you wrong. It does make you wrong. Because if you are in any way about MAGA, if you are in any way about Big Bang MAGA or getting rid of rhinos, then there is no possible way that you can keep the status quo in there. That would be asinine. That would be the definition of insanity, ladies and gentlemen. So again, you can still respect and like and support some of these people. I have a very different stance on that. I say if you are caving in to vote for Kevin McCarthy, then you will not get my support if there's a candidate better than you that I think would suit us as a better representative. You wouldn't get my support. You would obviously get my support over a Democrat, clearly, but that's the game that we're tied up in, folks. That's why we have Chris Sununu here. That's why they have Mitch McConnell in Kentucky, and that's why they have Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, because you're faced with them or a Democrat. And in much cases, sometime sooner or later, we're going to have to dig our heels into it and say, oh, well, then I guess that's what we get. But in no way, shape or form are we going to see a Hakeem Jeffries as Speaker of the House. There's no way the Republican Party would let that happen. They wouldn't. But there are some that would. There are some that would. But Jeremy, Trump is MAGA and he wants McCarthy. I get that. But Trump is wrong on this one. Trump wants McCarthy for a different reason than these congressmen want McCarthy. Trump wants McCarthy because he can tell him jump and he'll say how high. That's already proven. Congressmen want Kevin McCarthy because he's promised them something and they ought to be better than that. There is a difference between Trump wanting McCarthy and the congressman wanting McCarthy. I know that's hard to break down and understand, but it is true. So we've got Elise Stefanik, right? F-250 says, me too, brother. I'm with you. Thank you, brother. And thanks for coming over here from Getter when we made the change as well. 
Um, so let's get into this, folks. We already got Stefanik saying that. Let's see what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying right now. Eli, can you pop that fan on a little bit higher? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been pushing Kevin McCarthy big time lately to the point where some people aren't going to ever, ever, ever support her ever again and do not respect her. Now she is literally comparing, this is her new thing. This is her new push to get everybody to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Her new thing is saying being anti-Trump, being a never Trumper is the same thing as being a never McCarthy person. I do not agree with her at all. I think this is a very, very lazy and crappy pitch on her part. But listen to what her new spiel is. The Republican Party. It's, it's been never Trump, never Trump, never Trump, destroyed the MAGA agenda. And now they're doing the same thing with Kevin, and it's never Kevin, never Kevin. And it's like a tiny little bit of them. When Kevin's already won, basically what would be the primary in our conference, he's won it. He's our nominee. We just have to go forward in the general election tomorrow and actually win it. And it's so simple. Never movement is killing the Republican Party. It's, it's been never Trump, never Trump, never Trump destroyed the MAGA agenda. And now they're doing the same thing with Kevin. And it's never Kevin, never Kevin. And it's like Marjorie, if you would come on the show as my friend and stop ducking text messages, I would explain to you. There's a very big difference between never Trump and never McCarthy. Never Trump are people that are absolutely wrong and want to hold on to power. Never McCarthy is from the people who want those people to the, never want to give up power to give up the power and bring it back to the people. That's the difference between never Trump and never McCarthy. Never Trumpers are scumbag liars who want more power and more money. Never McCarthy people are people who want those people that want to hold on to that power and that corrupt uh, control and they want to get, take it away from them and give it back to the people. That is the difference between never Trumpers and people who are never McCarthy. The never movement is hurting the Republicans. No. Marjorie, I hate to say this, and I would say it to you if you'd call me. What happened? Here's what I would say to you. You are on the wrong side of this one. Period. You're on the wrong side of this one. And it sounds like to me, Marjorie, that you are too afraid to tell Trump that he is on the wrong side of this one. If you are listening to the people, then the people will tell you no Kevin McCarthy. If you are listening to your, um, your colleagues and they're telling you yes, McCarthy, then you are wrong because the people in an overwhelming majority are telling you no McCarthy. All I'm doing is speaking for the people. And I understand that Trump is MAGA, but Trump does not own MAGA anymore. He is our uh, person who leads us, but we are Big Bang MAGA now. We, the people. And this is what Trump has always wanted. And a lot of people think that Trump is only doing this to expose the rhinos and to expose Kevin McCarthy. So again, it's just another difference between Trump saying it and people like Marjorie Taylor Greene saying it. Now, there are rhinos like Don Bacon who is threatening conservatives saying, I will help Democrats elect a new speaker if Republican holdouts reject Kevin McCarthy. You heard me right, folks. That's what that loser just said. I will vote for Democrats right here. Here he is, folks. This is him. There he is. This rhino right here said, I will vote for Democrat speaker before 
I allow these people, these never McCarthyers, to reject McCarthy. That's the kind of scumbags that we're dealing with. That's the kind of people that we are trying to get out of there. And if you understand simple math and you're not living your life by a common core, ridiculous, stupid notion, then you must understand that by leaving Kevin McCarthy and by leaving Mitch McConnell and those characters in leadership roles, we will never get out people like Don Bacon. We will never get out people like Mitch McConnell, I mean, uh, uh, Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. We will never get out people like Ronna McDaniel. We will never get out people like Lisa Murkowski. We will never get people out like Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, even, they're, even though they're bye-bye-bye right now. We will never, ever, 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 ever get this country back as long as we allow those people to stay in charge. If you have Republicans literally threatening to elect a Democrat speaker, if they don't get their way, that is the problem. That is the problem. And it's fear-mongering. We have 4,500 people watching, ladies and gentlemen. Let's break a record in 2023. Let's get up over 5,000. That only happens with you. Let's get into the story. Nebraska Rhino Congressman Don Bacon just told you out loud, just in case you didn't just listen to me for the last 10 minutes rant. This audacious aggression against squish Kevin McCarthy will not stand, and he wants conservatives to pay a catastrophic price unless Republicans... Put McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. Can you imagine that? Imagine how disgusting that is. Quote, I led a squadron during the invasion of Iraq. Thank you for your service. Commanded five times, deployed four times, and played team sports. Thank you for your service. Teams win, and we cannot allow a handful of people to hold the Republican conference hostage and destroy the team. Yes, we can, if they're in the right. We cannot allow... Mob rule. And what you're explaining, Dan ba- Don Bacon, is a democracy. And that's the problem with you rhinos. You are uniparty losers. That's what you are. And you do not want to say that we live in a constitutional republic. For what reason? Only one can guess. But I assume the reason why you people continue to say that we are a democracy leads you to believe this same thing. Which means that nobody with a small voice can, make, can have a say. That it can only be the loud voices, the majority, that have to say. Well, that is not a constitutional republic, my friend. And while I respect the fact that you fought for this country in this war, in this political war, you are my enemy. So thank you for fighting for my freedom one day. And to turn around and I'll slap you in the face the next for becoming an enemy here. You might have been my hero abroad. But here domestically, you are an enemy of, of mine saying those things. Bacon also praised McCarthy with trying to, quote, include all various factions in the conference, meaning I just want to make everybody happy and make it a conference of equity rather than equality. The the Nebraska Rhino demands conservative holds holds out fold or else. Every member of conference had a chance to challenge Kevin and make their case, he said. Once the conference votes overwhelmingly for the speaker, as it did for McCarthy, it is right for all the members to coalesce and support the team. Here's the problem. Kevin McCarthy only won a primary within our party. So you're saying that because the person that wins the primary within our party is the person who should ultimately win no matter who they are? No. He won a primary because it's a popularity contest. 
And now you're where the rubber meets the roads, you scumbags. And there are people with integrity who are going to dig in and hold out. And I would be one of those people. And I praise people like Matt Gates, people like Andy Biggs for standing up in the face of these losers. I'm a loser. McCarthy, you're a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. But you know who's not a loser, ladies and gentlemen? Our new favorite sponsor, Four Patriots. Four Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, fourpatriots.com, where you go for all of your survival needs, where you go for all of you, all of your I'd rather have and not need than need and not have needs, where you go for all of your I don't need you, I'm declaring my independence from you. I can create my own energy, I've got my own food, I've got my own gardens, they're all powered by the solar, uh, the sun that God gave us coming from these great products. Ladies and gentlemen, go and join 4Patriots.com. Check it out today. Use promo code LFA for 10% off anything on the site. Or if you just go to LFA, I mean 4Patriots.com slash LFA, it'll bring you to this Patriot power generator, which I just got for Christmas. I'm so ecstatic. And now if the electric company decides to shut us off because we're conservatives when we have a, a uh, social credit score. I'll have a few of these bad boys, and I'll be just fine. So go there today and declare your independence from your monopolized electric company and your government because social credit scores are coming, ladies and gentlemen, and they will shut your, act- uh, your access off to utilities. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Uh, let's go to the Rumble chat again while we've got this popped up and while we're taking a quick break here. Uh, right there it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what the LFA family is saying. Bacon belongs on a sandwich, not in the Senate. Ooh, Terry Sue, that might be the the quote of the day. Agree Trump was fooled by vaccines, but what's he saying now? Well, Trump isn't talking much about the vaccines anymore. Again, listening to the people. Maybe he should also listen to the people when it comes to, uh, you know, the speakership. Mike Lindell, yes, is paying Kerry Lake's legal fees. Well, pitching in, not paying for all of them, though. I went to Patriot Foods uh, three months. I don't eat most of the food that you get, but at least you'll have it. At least you'll have it. LFA producers in the chat says, keep those rumbles coming in. Amen. If McCarthy gets it, pray for him. He sure isn't the worst case scenario. Okay, well, let's talk about that for a minute. That's a good point, Lynn. And thank you for liking the coffee cup. My wife got it for me. Uh, That is a good point, Lynn. Let's talk about that. If Kevin gets in, pray for him, she said. It's not the worst case scenario. I agree. I agree. If it was the worst case scenario, then Trump wouldn't say just let him have a chance at it. But I will say this, Lynn. It is the worst case scenario for us to remove rhinos and take over the Republican Party as the MAGA movement. It's not the worst case scenario for America when it comes to this next Congress for the next two years, no, because investigations will be done. But when the rubber meets the road, Kevin McCarthy will fail every single time. Kevin McCarthy will fail every single time. So while you are correct in saying that it's not the worst case scenario for America, no, you're right. It's infinitely better than having Nancy Pelosi. But in terms of what we're trying to do here on LFA TV, and what the LFA family has been trying to do for the last two years, then it is pretty bad. 
So thank you for actually making that statement and let me clarify. Like I said for you folks, having Kevin McCarthy, if he makes it in, it'll just be infinitely harder to remove rhinos. That's what I said yesterday. But you are right. It won't be the worst thing in the world. Moving on as we are 38 minutes past the hour, we must talk about what happened last night on national TV in the NFL when uh, Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin uh, had a heart attack and fell on the ground. Let's talk about this. First of all, this has been happening for months. All over the world, on every athletic field, on every athletic court. I told you this morning on Rise Up, if you watched this morning, I said, I purposely do not show you every day of the week somebody else dying because of the vaccine. Now, I'm assuming because it's the vaccine, because like I said today, it's the only thing, um, it's the weirdest thing that all these people are just dying out of nowhere, just falling dead. The only reason that we're talking about this in its capacity today is because it happened in America on a nationally televised football field. It happened in a, high, in a place of popularity. I'm not saying that the World Cup or that uh, soccer around the world isn't popular, but I'm telling you on live TV, they tried to make it sound like it was the tackle. The guy got hit in the chest and then stood up. He was fine and then all of a sudden fell over and now he's in, on life support. The football team came out with an update and said it was a heart attack. Now, the reason why I played you this morning's, or this morning's uh, cold open with RFK Jr. was to get to exactly that, ladies and gentlemen. What you saw was not a hit, was not an injury that was suffered by a hit. The hit was minimal. You get hit way harder than that in football. And he was fine after the hit. He had a heart attack. Statement from the Buffalo Bills official says, that he suffered massive cardiac arrest and is in critical condition. This happens every day. And to be quite honest with you, the only reason that I don't report it every day is because you guys got sick of it. You guys got sick of it and you told me, stop showing so much stuff about COVID. Not only is it scaring people that already took the vaccine, but we're sick of seeing it. Okay. Okay. Because I can show it to you every day. Don't believe me, I can start. If you'd like me to start, I will show you another person dropping dead or read another story of a young person dropping dead. Doesn't have to be an athlete. I can read students falling dead. I can read to you about workers in the workforce dropping dead. I can talk to you about teachers dropping dead on on school days. I can talk to you about athletes dropping dead. I read stories every single day about another person dropping dead, naming them by name. So don't tell me it's a conspiracy theory. I stopped showing because you asked me to stop showing. And I am not going to sit here and pretend that all of these people dropping dead around the world are not because of either COVID or the COVID vaccines. One way or another, it was a virus that was funded with taxpayer dollars funneled from America to China through the NIH and the NAIAD with Tony Fauci and Francis Collins and everybody else in the world that's involved, along with China, 
And they created this mess that we are seeing today from start to where we are today. And it's far from finished. They created it. And you're not going to sit here and go, you shouldn't politicize this at a time of mourning. Don't let me hear that crap come out of your mouth. Are you serious? Are we seriously going to sit here and pretend that we don't know what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on? Because I can guarantee you, two years from now, we're going to be saying, wow, we were right. Just like we have been with everything else we've said. Damar Hamlin just got his last booster on December 26th. According to his doctor, who tweeted out personal information about a patient. Isn't that illegal? Is it even real? Is it a bot? How do we know? Because a doctor alleges that he administered DeMar Hamlin's booster shot on December 26th, which was just last week. Tweeted it out. He passed all screenings. By the way, that guy that did that is a huge leftist and a Trump hater. How are we going to ignore this? You tell me. You tell me. Because it seems to be that every time these people get a booster shot, they fall dead. Bring up a side-by-side. Let's watch this. Here's the hit. Not what any of us want to see, and everybody's around him. And so oh, look, he's okay. fine. Nothing's wrong. Oh, heart attack. So we'll take another break. Nothing about that was the fault of the hit. Play that again. Nothing. Not what any of us want Nothing. To Everybody's around him and just hope that he's going to be okay. Yes, we pray for the family. So we'll take another yes, break. Yes, I don't want to politicize this. I'm not the one who politicized this. Governors, presidents, prime ministers, tyrants. You politicized this. Now, we all have to live with it. And you want us to sit back and just pretend that it's not the vaccine? Ooh, shh, quiet, quiet. You don't want to talk about that. You need to be very careful about his family's needs right now. Give me a break, obviously. Don't be stupid. I am sick and tired of people like you and people like me, people like Steve Bannon, people like Ben Berkwam. I am sick and tired of people looking at us like there's something wrong with us because we say things. I'm sick and tired of being banned from social media platforms. Well, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm uncancelable now, but I was sick and tired of being banned from social media platforms only because I was trying to warn everybody about what we're talking about right now. And we're not going to do this again. That is why this, it was so important for this LFA family to say, you know what, Jeremy? Quit your job. We will fund LFA. We need a network that is not afraid to stand up in the gap and say, BS. Because that's what we do here. And how a doctor can tweet out private information about somebody he administered a vaccine to, to me, is mind-boggling. Now, I'm going to play a video for you. It's a little grainy. It's not the greatest quality. But I want to just show you a quick compilation 
of people just dropping dead around the world in 2022 alone. Since everybody wanted me to stop showing you, let me show you a quick, uh, quick montage, okay? Here we go. You buy Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you can go back and watch this video and pause it after each story and then go look for that story that's in there. And it's real. And they all trace back to people who literally just dropped dead. Why? Why are we seeing this? Why are we seeing this in a time where we promote health and everybody being good health and eating this way, drinking your field of greens, right? Folks, we're less than 400 away. We're less than 500 away from hitting 5,000. If you could do me a big favor right now, we've got about 10 minutes left of this show. Share it out. If you have not yet, please rumble the video. Where are we at with rumbles here? Let's see where we're at. We're at 1,400. We have never hit 1,500 live rumbles. I would love it if we could do that today. That'll be a great sign of what's to come. Now, folks... This is scary what I'm about to tell you. Again, I am not trying to scare or point fingers at anybody who was forced to take the vaccine or who even chose to take the vaccine. You did what you thought was right or you were made to do it because you wanted to keep a job or whatever. I'm not doing this to point a finger at you and I pray for you. I really do. And it doesn't mean you're going to die. Be smart in the future. Use wisdom. Wisdom comes from experience, and you just experienced the worst thing that anybody should ever experience ever. As far as trusting your health community and your, and your government to do the right thing. Someone said Stu Peters died? What? Is that real? No. Can somebody confirm that? I don't think that's true. I just saw that in the comment. I hope that's not true. W. Wilson said, people need to be scared, Jeremy. Facts. Well, they need to have facts. Oh, Stu Peters made a documentary, died suddenly. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was really great, by the way. Stu Peters makes great documentaries. All right, let's keep going. Is China making, is the China military, folks, making COVID-19 variants on purpose? Now, that's a very good question, right? Some people would say, that's conspiracy theory. Just like those same people said, it's probably a conspiracy theory that it came from China, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have it on very good uh, uh, information that the Chinese military is literally creating COVID-19 variants 
different variants to continue to reinfect people and it and uh releasing it around the world and that is why so many people are stopping travel from china think about this you see china in massive lockdowns right now right you see china got has uh drones going through their streets saying get inside or you're going to be killed basically right do you know that they're administering lockdowns and for like a period of two weeks there was no covid deaths at all none not a one no COVID death for a period of like two weeks. And they're locking down their entire country like this. Weird, right? No COVID deaths. Why are we stopping travel from China when there's no COVID deaths happening or a very minimal amount less than's happening here in America? Why are we doing that? Why is not only America shutting down travel from China? Why are other countries all of a sudden now jumping on the bandwagon from stopping all travel from China? If there is a minimal amount of deaths happening in China because of COVID. Think about that. Think about that. Very important. Nature described Young Long Chow as a COVID predictor whose rich characterizations of emerging variants have allowed researchers to keep step with SARS-CoV-2 as it evolves. But... Is it the prediction or the designing of the variants? Yung Lung Chao's academic career provides an excellent example of how China uses scientific chain migration to access American knowledge, skills, technologies, and U.S. government funding, which is then fed back into China's research and development programs, including those of the People's Liberation Army. If it's anybody who understands psyops and how to throw people under the bus, it is the Chinese regime, ladies and gentlemen, and the CCP. Okay? Yang Long Chao is the son of the People's Liberation Army Major General Xiatu Chao, who was a student of Xixing Yi, one of the founding scientists of China's biowarfare program. In 2019, Xiatu Chao Zutao Chao was involved in controversy related to falsification of data. Immediately upon returning to China, both Yung Lung Chao and his mentor, Xiling uh, Suni Shi, began collaborating with the People's Liberation Army scientists studying the immune response to the COVID-19 virus, including scientists believed to be highly placed in China's bio-warfare uh, bio program, such as Xingfeng Quinn and Chuan Quinn. Now, you know what else these scientists relate linked to? Being here in America, working with our universities, studying the same stuff, funded by the NIH. Now they're back in China, and people are actually thinking that these people are creating these variants, these subvariants, and releasing them around the world. And it would be, I think what verifies it is the fact that all of these countries are shutting down travel from China when they have less COVID deaths than other countries. Think about it, folks. And that is why Beijing Biden, the sniffer and thief, the illegitimate resident occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is so corrupt in selling everything to China, which is why the Hunter Biden laptop story is so darned important. Please rumble the video as we now have 4,600 people watching and we just broke a live record, 1,530 rumbles. Let's keep them going. I've got another few minutes left. Now, check this out, folks. Toys. Little toys. Chase the puppy dog, right? Spider-Man, all that. All these toys that are made in China, 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this for a minute. This past Christmas, American parents spent an average of $330 on gifts for each child. Many of these gifts were tech-oriented gadgets with so-called eyes and ears with sensors capable of picking up on sensitive information. And yes, many of them are even able to be Bluetoothed right to your Wi-Fi in your home. Where are these toys made from? I'll give you a guess, ladies and gentlemen. It starts with C and ends with A and rhymes with Schmeina. These toys are made in China. And just like TikTok, they are designed to get into your home and steal every piece of data from every American in this country. The report titled The Dangerous Tech Toys Report of 2022 is divided into four sections. Products marketed to preschoolers, elementary schoolers, teens, and one that impacts kids of all ages. And then, of course, you couple that together with TikTok. The authors argue that no device created for young people that connects to the internet can be made completely safe, largely because tech companies haven't designed their products with children's safety in mind. Of course, it's just the opposite, actually. In the preschoolers category, the report authors zeroed on E-Kids Paw Patrol for walkie-talkies. That means bad news bears do not buy them. Folks, the level of things that we are exposing in 2023 because of the hard work that we've all put in, the connections that we made and the people that we know, we are going to change this world in 2023. Uh, Networks like LFA TV, the streaming news, um, the way we do things here, it is the future. It is the future. And we're getting rid of TikTok in this country. We ought to get rid of these companies, uh, these toys that are made in China as well, especially ones that can connect to the internet. Especially ones that can connect to the internet. Now, before we close the show out, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to talk about General White Rage Mark Milley. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this man needs to be arrested and and, uh, executed immediately. That's right. I said it. General White Rage Mark Milley, a major, what, five-star general in the Pentagon, he needs to be arrested, tried, under justice, and executed immediately. He is a traitor. General Mark Milley hid nuclear codes from President Trump, held secret calls with Chinese defense officials without the authority of the President of the United States speaking on behalf of the President of the United States, and then surrendered to the Taliban and armed them with $80 billion in U.S. weapons. That, ladies and gentlemen, by definition, is far more treasonous than the sedition charges that they're putting on any of the January 6th gulag political prisoners. You can bet that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. According to the book Peril, written by Bob Woodward, General Mark Milley, the Joint Chiefs of Staff chairman, uh, uh, chairman, told China in secret phone calls that he would give advance warning of the U.S. Uh, uh, if the U.S. is ever going to attack. We know that, right? We know that. We know that. We've already been there. We also know that he was in charge of surrendering the $80 billion when it was all said and done. Now, the resident of, uh, of the White House could have stepped in, but he didn't because they're all into it together. But the fact that he hid nuclear codes from President Trump, ooh, Ladies and gentlemen, that right there is treasonous. That right there is treasonous. 
An extraordinary moment in American history. A Speaker of the House asks the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff if the nuclear codes are safe because he fears the President is crazy and liable to make deadly decisions to stay in power. That right there, that moment, when General White Rage Milley reassured the Chinese officials that they'll be safe and he would warn them of any incoming attack, that right there, in that conversation, he said that he is ultimately in control of those nuclear codes and he would never allow something like that to happen without letting them know first. Arrested, tried, under the name of justice, and executed. That's what needs to happen. There's so many things that we need to do to train the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. It's absolutely incredible. Now, before I show you the last video that's going to sum up 2022 in a nutshell that'll make you want to puke, I do have to say, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to visit MyPillow.com and support the great Mike Lindell as he is busy funding Carrie Lake's uh, appeal to the Arizona Supreme Court and continuing to fight to melt the machines down and make prison bars out of them. You can also go there and help him out and help this show out, especially during a closeout overstock sale of 80% in some cases by going to mypillow.com slash LFA. Go there today and support two great patriots, myself and Mike Lindell, and of course, all of the patriots who work for him and watch this channel. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to play a quick video for you that's going to sum up 2022 in a very quick nutshell. And this goes no further than a very controversial show that we know as Family Guy. Let's go ahead and bring this up. It's actually right on point. Let's bring this up. Here we go. List of my trigger warnings. What's a trigger warning? Actually, brah, asking me what a trigger warning is is one of my triggers, brah. I feel traumatized, bruh, and now I'm tweeting about you, bruh, and now you're trending, bruh, and now your life is ruined, bruh, and now you're fired, bruh. What? What happened to bruh? I'd like to give you all a list of my trigger warnings. What's a trigger warning? Actually, bruh, asking me what a trigger warning is is one of my triggers, bruh. I feel traumatized, bruh, and now I'm tweeting about you, bruh, and now you're trending, bruh, and now your life is ruined, bruh, and now you're fired, bruh. What happened to Bra? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. In a nutshell, there's 2022. Those are the people in charge of the world. But remember, strong men make good times. Good times produce weak men. Weak men bring terrible and troubled times. Terrible and troubled times produce strong men. Strong men produce good times. You know where we are right now? We produce those weak men who have created terrible and troubled times. And now we're going to need strong men to get us out of it. And that is the embodiment of LFA TV. Bruh. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here today on LFA Live from America. It's been an honor to have you here. Thank you so very much. We've got Mike Crispy Unafraid coming up next. And yes, he is broadcasting from the Loud Majority Studio as Frankie is still on uh, vacation with family. He'll be back later this week. Mike Crispy Unafraid comes up next. You're not going to want to miss that. And then Anna Perez at 3 p.m. And then myself back at 5 p.m. So you've got a break during the day. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys at 5 p.m. tonight. Mike Crispy Unafraid coming up next. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Peace, 
bruh. Peace.